Hey guys, thanks for checking out the podcast again. I wanted to just start out by sharing a pretty cool update. I have now joined a community, the texting platform, and I'm able to connect with all of you across the country, um, sharing information about restaurants, uh, breaking updates in regards to reopening strategies, uh, city by city, town by town, and I would love it if you all just shoot me a text, introduce yourself. My new number for texting is 914-996-4569. And again, on there, you know, let me know who you are, what you do, where you're from. Uh, this way I can share relevant updates with you specifically as I find out. So what does that mean? You know, if you're in Phoenix, Arizona, and I find out that a certain restaurant had an outbreak or uh, these are the kind of things they're doing there to uh, stay safe in restaurants and in the community, I will be able to share that with you directly. So uh, pretty cool stuff. I'm sure you've seen guys like Ryan Serhan and Gary Vaynerchuk implement that. And um, I am now able to do the same. So again, please, 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 when you get a chance, shoot me a text 914-996-4569. Um, on this episode, I was actually drawn to this guy um, because his content was he's just so specific and engaging on Instagram. He joined one of my lives. It's a great technique. And now that I think about it, joined my lives and started engaging in one of my lives. And I was like, who is this guy? You know, I'm going to follow him. And his name is Vondre Smith. Um, he is a digital marketing expert uh, who focuses specifically on restaurants. He's a former chef. He's a former Googler. And he's got some pretty cool uh, techniques Techniques, I don't know if techniques is the word, but he's got a pretty cool system. Uh, that he's helping restaurants with their online ordering and various other things that you're going to hear him talk about in this episode. But, you know, basically, you know, if you're a restaurant and you're not adapting these uh, new ways of doing business in this post-COVID world, it may be um, difficult for you to succeed in the future. So have a listen and, of course, reach out to him. Uh, his company's called Atmosphera. You can reach out to him and just discuss what you're looking to do. You know, if you're starting at a very base level, he can build you up from there or whatever. He's going to assess your situation and um, see what you need to do. Also, I wanted to just take a minute here and direct you guys over to my YouTube channel where there has been significant amount of content. Thanks to my buddy, Rafa. Um, he and I have been working together on building my YouTube strategy and putting content out there in a way that makes sense. So, uh, we're slowly building it. There's some stuff up there. There's some older stuff there. There's some new content up there on reopening, but, uh, that's really going to be my focus here is, uh, these podcasts and YouTube. So if you could head over there and like comment and subscribe, I would really appreciate it. And without further ado, here is my man, Vondre Smith from Atmosphera. <laughs> All right, Vondre, thanks for taking the time, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Why don't you tell everybody about your company and uh, what your focus is right now? Yeah, so um, my, the name of my business is called um, Atmosphere. We're um, digital marketers for restaurants. We um, handle social media and also online presence for um, restaurants and also food brands. Um, me, I'm a uh, just a guy with a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, I mean, that's, I mean, you're down You're being very humble there. Uh, <laughs> if you guys follow him, uh, who does your marketing, right? That's your Instagram handle? Yeah. Who does your marketing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so who does your marketing Instagram handle? Um, I'm an ex-Googler, um, ex-chef. Um, yeah, so I just basically, uh, I'm a big food guy. I love food. So, I mean, right now is obviously a very important time for restaurants, right? I mean, they've kind of either been sitting on the sidelines or they have been um, just doing takeout and delivery. Yeah. How should these restaurants who have been eating either one of those, if they're closed or whatever, yeah. There's so many things that now they have to do, the social distancing, the contactless menus, contactless payment. Yeah. What, what are you seeing? What are you doing with your clients here that you think is uh, top of the list? So really one of the biggest things is going to be keeping, the, keeping everything contactless right now. So um, making sure that you have a way that customers can get your quick information in a contactless way. So they're not touching menus. They're not, you know, passing things back and forth. They can just get this in their own uh, form. And we found that, you know, using QR codes and we've been using QR codes, but just really pushing the QR code metric has been really helping us out um, a lot. Um, so explain, we, explain the QR code because I think some people sounds very like Star Trek kind of thing. They don't yeah. understand exactly what it is. How does that work? Yeah. Yeah. So QR code is just um, basically just a little picture that a person would just take out their phone to scan and then they're actually going to be sent to like a landing page or they can be put in some type of marketing funnel. Right. Um, what we what we do is just um, have our um, customers scan the QR code and they're put inside of a um, Facebook bot. And then inside of that Facebook bot, they can order, they can, you know, get quick information, they can get the Wi-Fi password, but you want to get something from that customer from them using your information. You want to be able to market back to that customer. All right. So what the hell is a Facebook bot? Like, what is that? <laughs> well, I think we got to, we got these guys, you know, cause I'm thinking when I think about this stuff, I think about some really old school guys that I deal with who are like, don't even yeah. have a POS. And now yeah. I'm dropping QR codes on them. We're talking about bot. Yeah. They're like, what the, what are, what the hell are we doing here? So yeah. explain that process. Like as a little, it's like a sales funnel kind of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's a sales, so it's a sales funnel that we will put each and every customer, we'll put the customer into. Um, inside of this sales funnel, we can either get that customer into a um, loyalty program we'll have inside of there. The customer can order inside of there. But the biggest thing is this person is doing all of this inside of their Facebook Messenger. Um, so when I say bot, I'm meaning Facebook Messenger. They're all doing this inside of Facebook Messenger to where they can order. They can, you know, get updates from the restaurant. They can um, tell a waitress that they want to get water, whatever. Right. So it's all integrated through Facebook. So. I scan the code at your restaurant and it takes yeah. me to basically Facebook messenger and I can order. I can say like, there's a menu there. Everything's there that I can just kind yeah. of search everything. Yeah. Yeah. So there's going to be a menu inside of there. You can, um, you can search for, um, a, you can search for different foods and you can also go into ordering directly from that Facebook messenger bot as well. Um, inside of there, um, say like if you're a restaurant that has a Wi-Fi password and you have to give that out constantly, constantly over and over again, you can just have a um, link inside of your Facebook messenger bot that customers can click and they can get that Wi-Fi password. So they don't have to, you know, go and bother a waitress or go and find the owner or the manager or something like that. They can just get that information right then and there at the table. Now, this all integrates on the restaurant's POS side, or is there some other application that they're going to need to, yeah. to like, get so, that information? So with the restaurant ordering, we integrate that with the um, restaurant's POS. So everything links up so that you're getting your tickets and you're getting your receipts, everything inside of your POS. So that right there, we, we integrate, and it takes um, a little bit of a step there. But everything else will be done on Facebook. So um, getting the updates, getting the Wi-Fi password and everything, that's done on Facebook. But as far as the ordering, that's done with your POS because we need to send you reminders and stuff. Right. So now I, I went out yesterday and it was the guy was just like no QR code, but he was said, you know, our menu's actually linked on our Instagram if you want to check it out. Yeah. Yeah, we did that. They came and took the order traditionally. And yeah. then uh the payment came out and it was on the receipt, a QR code that took you to a payment link, which I thought was really okay. cool. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
all this, all this stuff. I mean, if you're a guy, like I said, I think about these guys who are not ready to, to really do much. How yeah. long does it take to set something like that up? So if you want us to um, work with your POS system, it usually takes around a month for us to get everything set up. But for a restaurant that just wants a simple QR code, they want customers to get quick information, a menu and everything, we can have that set up for you in a week. So you just print, you just create a QR code, give them something printable and send it out. And yeah, they print it and do whatever. Yeah, we give you something printable. Um, you're, you're able to put your Wi-Fi password inside of there. You're able to change your menu while you're able to um, put um, games. You're able to put different links inside of there if you want it to. So we give you a basic QR code uh, in within a week. Or if you want the, the if you want the big boy, it usually takes us about a month because we have to integrate everything with your POS system. And is it, can you integrate that in every POS? Or is it only certain? not inside? Not not inside of every POS. We haven't gotten that far yet, but it's only yeah. inside of certain POS that we've been working with. Right. So I think this whole COVID thing is really accelerated all this technology and all the really things out of food by like three years or so. I think we're, we're yeah. now three years ahead of where we thought we were going to be. Do you think the implementation of all it. this technology? Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I, I, I think that, you know, what maybe is, and I'm thinking about this a little bit more now, are these yeah. restaurants going to be out because they can't keep up with the technology? Is that going to be another piece maybe? Like, I mean, yeah, so I, I definitely am a big person of, you know, if you don't have the technology, it's going to be a limited amount of time that you're going to be in business because um, think, think about Blockbuster. Why, why didn't they, why weren't they able to actually um, grow into like different um, stores, like on how Netflix was able to actually grow online. It's because they didn't adapt to an online strategy. If restaurants are not adapting to an online strategy nowadays, it's very hard for them to keep up with their customers and they don't know who the hell their customers are. Um, they don't know Jim or Tom or um, Harry that's actually coming inside of the door. They all look like the same person yeah. so with a restaurant that's actually understanding um who tom and who harry is and what type of foods they actually like they're actually able to market back to those customers more smartly and they're able to use their money more effectively and efficiently towards those people yeah and i think that's you know part of it is and i, I was talking about this before with someone else you know switching we're taking our talk career we're switching it over from being a restaurant that deals with third-party delivery companies to one that we actually handle that's right, guys, so <laughs> The, we're, you're in a customer acquisition game, right? This is not yeah. no longer, uh, yeah. just, you're not going to let these third party companies do delivery, uh, do your marketing and all that stuff for you. Is yeah. all this really customer old school, uh, e-commerce customer acquisition? Well, customer, customer acquisition is like one of the biggest things that you can do um, as far as like your marketing. You need to know who your customer is and you need that information from that customer. One, one of the reasons that a lot of companies I found out um, just from talking to people during COVID, the reason that they use DoorDash and other um, third-party services is because they came with ads. They were able to um, put their business inside of something and they thought that they were going to be, you know, just pushed by this one company. Hell yeah. no, this company has to push hundreds of you guys. So. Yeah. By you owning your own avenue, you're able to market more effectively, you mar are able to market more um, smartly, and you're able to speak to your own traditional customer. You know who your customers are, you know what your brand is looking for. Um, you know if your customers are more surfers or if your customers are more bike riders. You know who your customers are. Yeah. DoorDash is markets to everyone. Yeah. And on top of that, it's very easy, right? Like you, you, make, you make the food, somebody comes, picks it yeah. up, and they take it. You don't realize, yeah. and if you're not on top of your shit. You're not realizing you're at the end of the brand. month. Yeah, you're trashing your brand yeah. and you're burning through cash. Yeah, because cash. that yeah, that thirty percent is going to hit you. Um, I, I sat down with one of my clients just recently, just looked at their bill and seeing what they actually got back from DoorDash, and it was like it, it was scary, man. Like what DoorDash and other third parties literally take it. Then there were a company where they had you know like several different um, what is it the um, 
the, the, the tablets. They have like several different tablets inside of their um, store. So this guy had about 12 different tablets just for DoorDash, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. I mean, look, I, I, and the customer's getting charged a delivery fee. So I don't know. It's yeah, everyone's getting charged. Yeah, everyone's getting charged rather than you owning your own platform, you paying the driver, you know, $13, $12, $15 an hour or whatever, yeah. and them actually running your food to your customers. Just um, just do a radius around your business. Say that we deliver within five, five, 10 miles of our own establishment, and then you own those customers. You're yeah. able to own that avenue. Now, another way, you know, back in the day, restaurants were notorious for sending flyers, right? You're big into Facebook ads. Am I correct on that stuff? Yeah, totally. And, and, okay, so how can a restaurant? So, how, what technique do you see as being most efficient, most successful? I mean, where, where yeah. does a restaurant get started? Let's start with that. Where would a restaurant get started with Facebook ads? What's the benefit of even running them at all? Yeah. So with Facebook ads, you're talking to your local community. You're able to, you're able to target your local community and you're able to do it on the social media. Everyone's on Facebook. When you sit down at, when we sit down at your restaurant, people are scrolling on Facebook and Instagram. When people are at home, they're on Facebook and Instagram. So why not hit your customers where they're, where they are usually. And they're already on there looking at food that their family's cooking. They're already on there looking at different things that their family's doing. So why not take your restaurant and paint that picture of they can be enjoying this food while doing that other stuff. Yeah. So Facebook is going to be a really good avenue for you to target that local community. You're able to do radiuses around your business. That's something that you barely can do when it comes to like um, traditional um, um, flyer marketing. You're really not able to do a, a radius. You have to um, basically choose zones. With traditional, uh, with social media marketing, you can choose a radius. You can do a longitude, a latitude around your business. You can target a street if you wanted to. Yeah. You know exactly where your customers are. Rather than use um, using um, something that's like a uh, paper or whatever, you're not really able to track how many of those end up under cars. Right. I mean, that's the thing. And I think what people need to understand is in addition to going in, I know a little bit about Facebook ads and yeah. you can go in there and you could say, hey, I want to put everybody within these towns, right? Or in this yeah. radius. Yeah. And then on on top of that, though, I mean, that's a very black, you know, you want male and females, 25 to 55. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, you can also create an audience. Are. You can create an yeah. audience off of your mailing list, correct? You can create an audience off of your mailing list. So if, say if you have a list of emails or something like that, that your customers were given out, you can target those customers specifically. And you also could do lookalike lists to go towards different customers that would meet that criteria. So there are so many different ways that you can use Facebook to strengthen your marketing. It's just literally jumping into it and doing it. Um, yeah. Start with radiuses. Start with building an audience. If you know that you're a sports bar, target a radius around your business and people that watch sports because those are the people that are already coming inside of your establishment. Um, yeah. If you're a um, res restaurant that usually services kids or something like that, show this to moms. Show this to moms that are um, in between cer a certain age and also target the people that have children. You're able to do this inside of Facebook. You're able to say, I want to target parents that have children that are toddlers or within this age. Man, this is like, you know, they say like when you're a restaurant owner, you have to have a lot of different hats. Like one day you might have to be the chef, one day you might have to be the manager, yeah. you might have to be the bartender. But now you yeah. got to be like, the you marketing the guy, you got to be, yeah, you have to be everything. Now. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot to, that's going to be a lot for these guys to swallow. Um, it's definitely a lot to swallow. So yeah, that's why guys like me are around. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, <laughs> when, exactly. There you go. That, that's your chance to get your pitch in there. But that's, I mean, so you work with restaurants around the country, right? It doesn't, they don't need to be in yeah. your neighborhood. Right. Yeah, they don't need to be in my side of my neighborhood. I travel to restaurants all over. So um, if your restaurant's inside of Europe, I'll travel to you. And I'll yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one thing I noticed that you were saying was like, how can you increase your online food sales? 
What are some tips yeah. for restaurants to do that? Because that's that's another thing. Everything's online, right? We no one's coming yeah. in face to face. So are we saying online food orders? Are we just saying uh, online food orders? Are we saying like um, frozen dinners? Because, you know, it's, it's different techniques that you want to um, use for both. Um, for if for a regular to... restaurant, for, for you know, a, um, I don't know, any kind of restaurant, like a regular, yeah. like, like, like yeah. food. not doing any meal prep, not doing any dinners for four, just traditionally. Yeah. Like what, what would be some of your tips for that? Okay. So let's just take like a street taco place or something like that. Um, oh, so like, good. if we yeah. <laughs> so like if we um, were like a street taco place or something like that, something that you really want to do online is get your online ordering to be very, very custom. So you want to um, have it to where customers can do their own tacos. And also you want to make it fun. And you also want to make it hip. So um, really great things down for online ordering is going to be um, custom tacos and also adding in that um, incentive of asking, do you want fries with that? Um, usually when people buy um, tacos and stuff like that, um, you're probably not thinking like, um, I want to get some salsa, I want to get some chips, I want to get all this other stuff. Asking that um, little stuff in between the sales process is going to be one of the greatest things that you guys can do to build bigger orders. So having upsells inside of your ordering process is really a great thing that a lot of customers can do, that a lot of um, taco places can do right now. And also, um, if you guys are trying to grow your online sales, um, use influencers. Influencers are a really great, great way for you to um, grow your online sales and for you to get people interested in knowing about your product. But use influencers that are going to be inside of a Mexican market if you guys are like a taco place. So now who, when you say influencers, you mean like the local person in the town who you eats out a lot or like, yeah, what? like yeah, how, how, yeah. how would you find these restaurants, find an influencer? So, um, for finding an influencer, literally just go to Instagram or you can go to um, Google if they're good enough and you can literally just type in food guides, look, type in local food guides, look for the people that are already um, talking about food inside of your area and then you study their page study what that person is actually looking about um, is this person going towards more traditional style restaurants is this person going towards um, more food chains you study that person's content to make sure that if you give this person your food or if you want them to market for your restaurant that it's actually going to resonate with the crowd that's actually coming out to your restaurant you don't want to give it to a person that has yeah. the potential of can bring people to your restaurant you want to give it to someone that already has that crowd already and what I think is interesting too is so many people like I'm up on this shit. At least I feel like I'm up on this stuff and I'm thinking like, holy shit, there's so much I don't know just talking to you. But like what people will look at, the inexperienced person I think will look at is how many followers do they have. So like here in, in the county that I'm in, you know, we're five minutes north of New York City. Yeah. Somebody could have 40,000 followers, but you give me the soccer mom that has 400 followers who talks to more, more people. Yeah, so I think it's more, I mean, can you explain that why it's more important to have depth versus width when it comes to influencers yeah yeah so when it comes to influencers a lot of those you have to really take into an account a lot of those guys have ran ads in the past and so you really have to think you know um is it you have to look at their engagement is this an influencer with 40 with forty thousand followers and only getting 56 comments and 56 likes on their picture you don't want to go towards an influencer like that because they're not getting the engagement rate people right. really don't take their page that serious so um you definitely want to go towards you know just like you said a mom a mom that's actually speaking to you your crowd and people that are actually, you know, taking this mom serious. So if this is a mom that's already known in your area, her kids like very popular on a um, football team or whatever, and you, you have a really good relationship with this mom and she has a really good relationship with the local community, people trust her. It's that trust factor. People actually know her. She's oh, yeah. going around shaking hands. She's, you know, she's going around shaking hands. So she has that trust factor that- She's that like your ambassador in the, in the community. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that food influencers um, ba basically look at it this way. He's getting paid by several different restaurants to say that they're good. This mom is going to be real. She's going to say that she doesn't like something. So it's that realness factor. It's that, it's that um, factor that she's actually going to be real about what she's saying. A food influencer um, that has 40,000 followers, you know, this guy's, um, you know, you know, it's going to be a little skewed. Yeah. Right? How much is you you, you kind of gloss over like, oh, another, another taco from this yeah. guy. More waffles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, man, it's, it's, it's very important. I mean, I'm even thinking of the woman in my head who I would, who I would use here, but yeah. Um, and you'd have to think, you know, a lot of their content, 40,000 followers, a lot of their content is going to look the same. So your taco might just look like the taco down the street, you know, just by the way they shoot their content. But now this all points to a larger conversation I had with a good friend of mine who does all the branding for La La and she's, she used to work yeah. for Reebok and she's worked for a lot of big brands and it was explaining to them. I was, I was trying to explain it to a restaurant guy the other day is, your restaurant brand is completely different than like you're, it's your persona and yeah. people can't wrap their head around it. And I think that you also need that influencer who represents your persona. You, like you, yeah, there could be yeah. somebody out there who has a lot of influence, but they could be like a real stiff person who doesn't really yeah. like, you know, you yeah. so that's, that's very important. Yeah. That's the same reason why my chicken taco in the Bronx on Fordham road is, yeah two dollars and fifty cents but we sell it for four dollars and fifty cents it's yeah. branding it's an experience and i think yeah that's what needs to be that's another part as a marketer that they these restaurants need to understand is what does your brand say what is the consistency with yeah. your brand yeah what kind of branding tips do you have that restaurants should be really paying attention to right now really it's just pay attention to the voice of the of what you're actually putting out there so um are you a restaurant that has a mascot or your restaurant that has it's like, you, you, are you the face of your restaurant, basically? So if you're a restaurant that has a mascot, you really have to pay attention to the voice that you're actually putting on your mascot. Is this mascot going to be something that's fun? Is it going to be hip? And also, um, what are you doing inside of your local community? So um, one of the biggest things right now that I would say um, for restaurants is going to be just reaching out to your local community. Um, with a lot of things that are happening right now, um, you definitely want to reach out to your local community and basically just show people who you are. Um, show people your voice. Get on camera because that's going to be one of the biggest things that you can do for your brand. It's yeah. just you getting on camera, you showing your face, um, you showing what you guys are doing, you getting that integrity inside of there. Um, so branding tips are really just going to be show you got show your mood, show show that you have um, enthusiasm, show that you aren't just a dead restaurant like the other people. Yeah, I think that's that was a big conversation that we were having, and it's it's just almost odd to think about that we're really coming out of this, but it's like if you were not trying to stay relevant during this time and showing people what you were doing, you're dead. Yeah, it's not a good <laughs> yeah, look. Yeah, yeah, and you tried it's, to it's ride not a good it out. Look. No, yeah. and, uh, these restaurants that just threw up GoFundMe pages and were like, oh, hey, God. You need help. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man, you know? I, had a, I had a meeting with a guy and literally the, all the meeting he said, you know, I just want people to go to my GoFundMe account. I don't care about anything else, bro. Just just GoFundMe. I'm like, yeah, who yeah. doesn't want <laughs> free money? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's an important point, but I still think that you have an opportunity. I mean, like to come out of this and say, look, hey, we're opening tomorrow, whatever it is by you, whatever your towns are, say, here's what we're doing. Yeah. Like, what do you think about yeah. a video that just kind of shows your like standard operating yeah. procedure, what you've done? Stand, standard, standard, showing just a standard video is good, but it's not going to be content that pulls people in. 
So I would I would say that um, show a video, but have someone actually walking inside of that video. Talk with the video. Yeah. Just showing a pic, just showing a picture of your um of your of your people, your staff just wiping down tables. That's cool and shit. But about fifty other people are doing that. Yeah. Right. So I I would say that it would be good for you to actually get on camera and talk to the people, make them comfortable, because that's going to be really one of the biggest things that brings people into your restaurant is the comfortability and also knowing that you guys are safe. If I can see, if I can, if I can um, see someone and actually feel like this person is actually talking to me, I've already um, done three things. I've already um, cut down the ability of me actually trusting this person because it's actually a face. I'm visually seeing what you guys are doing. And then um, it's building that trust factor because, okay, I've already seen what you guys are doing. I see that I can actually trust this person. Where is this, where's this place at? Now I want to travel to this place. Yeah. And the trust factor is huge, particularly when you're talking about like your health and your safety, right? Yeah, so I think that's a major thing. It's a chance to kind of stand out in your neighborhood and your, your whatever your local market and say, look, these yeah. are the, these are the precautions we're taking. And look, there's there are some people out here that are being you know huge proponents of open open the whole place. Give us give put it on the restaurant. Let us let us be responsible for the distancing and the cleaning. Yeah, open up inside. Open up everything. You know, let us. Yeah. we can handle the social distancing. I think those that any kind of message that you're putting out and you're standing in front of it is always going to validate. Yeah, it's, 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 it's going to be really good with you guys. Um, it's about it's it's really about what you're not doing at this time because if you're not doing anything at this time, you're basically just putting out a bigger message than what you think. By yeah. you not doing anything, you're putting out a really huge message of we don't freaking care. Well, it's also you know they say like just human nature. It takes you how many days to make a habit? If you have yeah. not been going to that restaurant for X amount of yeah. days, yeah, and you're yeah, it's already off the radar, and you're yeah, right. Like, they, they, They've already tried places. They've already tried places. You know, um, it, it's it's been places that we've liked um since we were kids that we just don't go to anymore because we've started trying several other places. And it's not it's not that we don't like that restaurant anymore. It's just not on our mindset anymore. You know, yeah. we may go there once or twice, but it's just not on our mindset anymore. This other place is on our mindset anymore because they're always reaching out to us. We may know the owner. We're always seeing them oh, yeah. inside of our email. We're always yep. seeing them inside of our email, social media and stuff like that. So, yeah, we still like your food, but this other place is reaching out to me more. Well, it's, I mean, that's the tricky part, right? Like this food still has to be good. If you're telling me to come there and I go there and the food is shit and that's a different story. But yeah. Yeah. Other po- yeah. That, that's a, that's a great point. You can't avoid them because they're on social media. You can't avoid them because they're sending you an email with updates and coupons yeah. and savings. And on top of that, you're seeing their videos that are explaining yeah. and making you feel comfortable. Several and when you times. go there, they're there. That's yeah, exactly. That Yeah, that's a really big thing, you know, actually going there and seeing someone inside of that video. It, it, it kind of gives that celebrity aspect. You're like, oh, I see this person on, you know, social media or I seen this person at this place. It kind of gives you that celebrity aspect and also creates a space inside of your restaurant. People want to come and see these people. Yeah, right. Now, I'm coming here. I've seen you on your email. But when I get there, I don't want to find out that you're not there. Yeah, exactly. You know, hey, 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 that's part of it. So. I think that's a big thing is showing up and yeah. making sure you're, you're actually present for these people. But yeah. Yeah. So that, that's really one of the biggest things why um, my company, we don't use stock photos for any of our clients. Um, we, you know, you have to, if you're a restaurant, there should be no reason that you just use stock photos. Literally you have all the content inside of your four walls. You have the people there, you have the food, you have um, all of the, you have all of the stuff. So you should not be using anything that's actually stock because that other restaurant is not going to look like yours. Your, right. your restaurant is going to literally be the only thing that you can sell. And you yeah, can't anybody, anybody can clip, food. clip a burger picture from the internet. It's, it's better yeah. look like the burger that you actually have. Otherwise, exactly. Yeah. 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 So on top, on top of this stuff here, I mean, there's a lot to digest here. Hopefully people took notes. <laughs> what are some last, like 
what's your last message here for restaurants that are getting to reopen? What they, they should really, what, what, what's this the, is really, I mean, on top of everything else? I know we covered a lot, but yeah. what should they really focus out of, out of everyone that, out of everyone that I talk to, man, I literally tell them all, um, literally this out of all the marketing that we do, this is the perfect time. This is the perfect time to build a database. Out of all of the marketing that you do, make sure that you're building a customer database. Make sure that you're building a database of your customers so that you're able to reach back out to your customers. You're able to market to your customers. You're able to build a relationship with your customers. Make sure that this is the perfect time for you guys to build a database. Using your QR codes and using different things that are more digital while customers are open to it is really going to be huge for your company. It's really going to be huge for your company and your restaurant. So right now while people are open to it and while people are um, already trying out new things, this is a really good time for you to find out who your customers are and for you to build their relationship. And it all starts with the database. Now, are you, last question, are you a fan of the texting, the text model? <laughs> we, I'm, we're, we're, I'm a fan of um, everything, bro. So um, what we do is um, to get people um, opted back inside of our um, program, we will send a person a text message. So yeah, text messages definitely do work. But when you look at text message open rate, it's about a 20% uh, open rate versus, versus Facebook and you get about a 90% open rate. So with yeah. text messages, they still work. But if you can keep that person on Facebook as long as you can, it usually works, it works out a lot better. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I, I mean, the open rate thing is is you know <laughs> yeah that's huge <laughs> that's huge i mean everyone everyone opens yeah. a text right like yeah so, everyone yeah we're, yeah we're considering that as well um all right so where can everybody find you if they want to take advantage of your services and take advantage of your wealth and knowledge what's yeah. the best place to reach you yeah, man. So the best place to reach me, um, you can go to um, who does your marketing on Instagram or you can Google um, who does your marketing. I'll pop up there. Um, the name of my website is uh, my atmosphere. You cannot avoid me. You cannot. Well, look, man, I know you're a super busy guy. Uh, I look forward to staying in touch and keeping my eye on your content. I'm going to implement some of it for sure. And hopefully we'll do some business down the road. Definitely, brother. Definitely, brother, man. All right, man. Stay safe. And thank you for all you're doing, man. I really appreciate it. You as well, man. Thank you for the opportunity, bro. Of course. Take care. Thanks, brother. Bye. All right, guys. Thanks again for checking out that uh, episode here with Vondre. He's quite engaging. Hopefully, you uh, checked out his Instagram while you were on uh, on the treadmill listening to the show or taking a walk, uh, listening to the show, whatever you're doing. But um, check him out. Head over to his Instagram. Check out his website and reach out if you feel like your uh, restaurant could use some help in the marketing department. Um, He's your guy. And also want to remind you, 914-996-4569. 914-996-4569. That is my number where you can text me. Um, let me know who you are, where your restaurant is, or what you do in the restaurant business. And we will have this open portal of communication on uh, thanks to the guys over at Community, where we will be able to just be back and forth on, on everything that's going on in, in restaurants these days, which as you guys know, has been quite a bit. So uh, thank you again for listening. I appreciate all the support. We are officially over uh, 2000 listens on the show, which is, um, you know, makes me feel good. And I appreciate all of you guys who reach out, whether uh, in the comments here on the show or, or have texted me in the past. So um, guys, keep your head up, stay focused on your business, be smart, be safe. And, um, Look, we're going to see our way through this. But um, if there's anything I could do, please do not hesitate to reach out and just ask a question. Or if you just want to talk through something, text me 914-996-4569. And I will be happy to uh, schedule a 15-minute call with you and discuss. All right, guys. Be safe. And thanks for listening.